And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father, through the Son, and by the Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, the community often assembles a search party when someone is missing. They usually walk in a formation of side by side, but in a line, one person next to another so that there's nothing that is missed. That is the same idea in the passage in Chronicles that we're going to talk about. The Lord is operating in a continual search party mode for people who are responsive to him. Remember in Isaiah when the Lord asks, whom shall I send? He knows who he's going to send, but do we know if we are willing to go? Are we willing to go when the Lord says go? Do you like that little throat thing there? That was really nice, wasn't it? Uh, and in this verse, we need to be fully committed to understand that that's how he wants us to be if we're going to go for him. Next, there's a mistake in our engagement with God that we would be wise to correct. Unfortunately, some teachers in the church believe that we should never have to need to repent. They are wrong. And hopefully, they too will repent for lousy teaching. Not not evil teaching, just bad teaching. Jesus told Peter late in the game that he would need to repent. It's part of the walk. Don't get milk. Get humble. And finally, rarely do I do a full DDD that significantly involves politics. I'm not too fond of politics. As you guys know, I think politics is poly, which is many, and ticks are blood-sucking insects. But when I dis- what I despise more is when politicians demonically enter the spiritual realm. That is not their place. Calvary is the hill we die on. Political leaders may be corrupt, but it comes from blasphemy when they dictate their fleshly insights upon God's truths. And that is not acceptable. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oeve, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us during the show, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Something special happens because you 
will be talking to... Oh, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! All right, and when you talk to Dynamite D, by the way, just so you can know what that's like, that's like fresh-baked Christmas cookies right out of the oven. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! All I can say is wow! Now I want a cookie. That's terrible. I can't believe I did that to myself. Anyway, uh, that's what it's like. Uh, bottom line to this whole process is simple. Maybe you've got a praise report. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Maybe you've got something you want to share. Maybe you've got a question. Maybe you've got a comment, a thought, or an opinion. We want that engagement. What we're not looking for is the complaint part. So in the third segment of this hour, because this hour is kind of split up into four, I'm going to do a teaching on politics. It's not a complaint. It's a passage out of Scripture that says this is what the Scripture says, this is what's okay, and this is what's not okay. That's different than calling up and going, I don't like this person. I don't like this. I don't like this. I get it. There's a lot of things I don't like. Quite uh, honestly, I, I really, really don't like it when my dog goes, oh, 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 at 3 in the morning. But, you know, I'm not going to get rid of them. It's not what I do. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is I want you to be able to share, to encourage one another, to bless one another, to strengthen one another, to lift up one another. If you need prayer, we want to do that for you. We want to lift you up. We want to strengthen you. We want to bless you. If you've got something that God's been operating in your life and you know he's doing it, we want to be a part of that. We want to hear what he's doing because that blesses us. That's the goal, to be a blessing one to another. You have that opportunity. You can ask questions, share an opinion, whatever you want. It's not just a kvetch fest. In the meantime, we also do Bible trivia. Let's see if you can do this one. I'm not going to say much about this. You guys should get this. Who said to the Lord that he had been roaming throughout the earth and going to and fro in it? Who said that to the Lord? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. I do think we have somebody that's calling in and is ready to go. So if you have the answer, lock it in your mind. You don't have to tell me. You just can compare when you hear the answer. Send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, this is a real Rogers. Hey, Will Rogers, how are you? I'm great, and I'm sorry Navy lost, but we always got next week. Yep. <laughs> you do, you, there's always next week, brother. That's the great thing about football. Well, next week we can see this. <laughs> All right, how, how are you feeling? Are you feeling pretty good? Doing great. Oh, that's awesome. All right. This is a pretty specific question. We've been teaching on it. We've been talking about it. It's it's. Uh, I, I did teach. It's a little bit of a slight when it's asked, but who had to respond to the Lord and say, I've been roaming through the earth and going to and fro in it? Well, that would have been Lucifer talking to God uh, when God asked him, you considered my man Job? That is correct, sir! <laughs> and let me tell you something that a lot of people don't catch. If if Satan had absolute free will and could do whatever he want, he wouldn't be stuck on the earth roaming to and fro. 
That's the bottom line. He can't leave. Uh, He's not allowed. That's not all. He would have. He wouldn't have had to ask God if he could mess with Joe. Exactly. Exactly. Everything. And we're going to talk about that with Peter. That's in about two segments away. It's a reality. No matter what you think, no matter what you say, no matter what you li- listen to on television or, or hear on the radio or, or read on the internet, God is at the center of the universe. Period. And everything else on is just interesting. That's exactly right. And everything else is just fun. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> Excellent job, brother. You are fantastic, and I commend you. Yes, sir. You have a blessed day now. You too. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Excellent, excellent, excellent job. That's right. All right. Now, let's see where I'm at. Okay, so let me do this thing on this search bar. So this is called, this is a DDD. So for those of you who are like, DDD, you say DDD in the beginning of the show. What's DDD? So now look, there's three Ds. All right. Devotional Diamond of the Day. D, D, D. You're thinking, well, how did you come up with that? So uh, I've been a Christian for 40-plus-odd years, whatever it is. My brother and I argue. I say it's 44. He says it's 43. He's probably right, but who knows. I have been doing devotions pretty consistently for a lot of that. I am three months away from doing one hour of prayer and Bible every day for 25 years straight without missing a single day, okay? That's a lot of time, right? In those devotional times, I've had some snoozers. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I've had some moments where it's not God's fault. It's my fault, okay? I'm either too fleshly or I'm already, you know, at the next event or whatever the case may be. But there's other times where I'm doing that, and the Lord goes, boom! And I'm like, whoa, I've never seen that before. That's just unbelievable. It's like a diamond. And that's what becomes a devotional diamond of the day. That's how that works. So I just wanted to explain that to you for those that are like going, you've lost your mind. As my wife lovingly says, way, way, way long ago, way long ago. Second Chronicles 16.9 says this, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth, to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Here's the passage, and here's the, pur- the purpose of the passage. The Lord is looking for people. Now, I want you to understand this. This is God's search party. He has an ability to know everything that's going on. He's looking for people. In other words, he obviously knows being omniscient. But think of it this way. It's almost like a light starts on one end of the earth and goes all the way through the entire earth from its entire circumference. And the Lord's eyes are ranging throughout, and he's looking kind of like uh, uh, you're, you're, you're being scanned. Like in sci-fi, they say, they're scanning us, they're scanning us, right? The world is being scanned by God so he can find one person who's like going, yes. That's what's happening. So he looks from the top to the bottom of the earth, and he's looking for one in particular thing, those who are fully committed. You see, those who are partially committed, that ain't going to work. You can't be a part-time Christian. You can't be an add-on Christian. There's, there's no way. You can't be, well, and I'm a Christian too. You can't. That is not the line you ever want to use. You want to be, I'm a Christian, and then everything else, and that too. Everything is at the core of you being connected to Jesus Christ, period. 
And you think in your mind, well, how do you do that? Well, the, the most obvious or most basic way I can say that to you is you commit a lot more mind time and heart time to the Lord than you do to all the other things. Does that mean you don't do your work? No, it doesn't mean you don't do your work. But it does mean when you have that extra two or three hours that God gets some time. doesn't have to get all of it, but some, right? He's looking for people whose hearts are fully committed. And what is he looking to do to those <clears throat> excuse me, whose hearts are fully committed to him? He's searching the earth to strengthen them. In other words, he's looking as like, this guy's fully committed to me. This gal, she's fully in. She's fully in. And then the Lord's there to strengthen that person. So the only question to answer is, do we want to be found by the Lord as he's searching that way, fully committed to him? so that we can be even more strengthened by him, because that's how the program rolls. That's how it goes. All in or not in at all. Just, that's how it is. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? John 7, 24, stop judging by mere appearance and make a right judgment. That's all, that's all good. For 1 Corinthians 6, 2, do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? You can't say Christians can't judge. They're commanded to. Here it is right here. Ready? Here's the bowling ball knocking down the pins. Every day as Christians, we have to judge what is appropriate, proper, healthy, and useful. Also, what people, what people we believe we should hang out with, trust, believe in, or let influence, we have to judge that on a regular basis. When you choose your church, you're using your judgment abilities. Bazinga. 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 I love that. Because listen, when you're choosing your church, you have to decide to pick one over another. Oh, here's the key. <laughs> you're going to hate me. Ready? Here it is. 
If we have no ability to judge, we can't vote. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Oh, have I got a good trivia question for you. I just want you guys to get ready. That's all I'm going to say. In Jesus' parable of the Good Samaritan... How many people traveled along the road? Hmm. Wowza! If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Plus, you can text in 214-210-8483. Plus, you can send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. I did forget to give Al the pow-pow from the last trivia question. I move slowly. That's how it goes. Okay. In the meantime, just because you didn't ask for it, <laughs> um, I have decided. Okay. So I'm going to say something. Oh, guys, you got to be a little, uh, bear with me a little bit. So uh, I've had the, the Lord's blessed me a couple of times in, in turning a television on at the right exact moment for a sporting event. I mean, just like you try. So uh, back years ago, years ago, I turned the television on with Noel there, right, and turned it on a channel that we hardly ever watched just to watch Tiger Woods hit an 18-foot, 90-degree angle putt live. It was like, just like, wow. So uh, on Saturday... I had that same thing happen. It's only, it, it, it's, you know, I don't say it's, I just give the credit to the Lord, so don't get upset one way or another. But I turned it on with the last two minutes of the Alabama-Tennessee game, live. It was just like lights out. It was so good. It was just incredible. So I have a couple of uh, football terms <laughs> that are kind of like football slashy, you know, uh, churchy terms. This is what you do if you're going to take uh, church. We've done some of these, but I have a few more, and then I'll just follow it up with a couple others. All right. Uh, tackle. Though, so if you think about football tackle, but in a church, that's what takes place when the only eligible eligible bachelor is at a 35 and over singles enrichment retreat. To tackle because they want to tackle. See? Staying in the pocket. What happens to a lot of money that should be given to the Lord's work? <laughs> I can't. Nobody's going to deny that. Uh, instant replay. The preacher loses his notes and falls back on last week's illustrations. You're in trouble there. Trap. You're called on to pray and you're sleeping. No, oh, you got trapped on that one. End run. Getting out of church quick without speaking to any guests or fellow members. Flex defense. The ability to allow absolutely nothing said during the sermon to affect your life. 
This is <clears throat> my favorite one, though. Halfback option, the decision of 50% of the congregation not to return for the evening service. There you go. That is football connections. You like those? Those are pretty good, right? We need more of those. Yeah. I love those. Those are good, right? All right. All right. Now I'll give you just these last couple because I'm just in the mood for it. Uh, prayer. God answers knee-mail. K-N-E-E. Knee-mail, not email. See? Huh? Same boss, under the same management for 2,000 years. That's good. Uh, insomnia. <laughs> okay, that, forget that one. Uh, the best nutritional vitamin for a Christian is what? The best nutritional vitamin is B1. B1, be a Christian. There you go. That's a good one, right? Those are good. Right. That's right. It's all spiritual on this show. <laughs> have to have a little fun with it. Yeah. We tell, tell the joke about the parrot. Oh, my goodness. People are going <laughs> to... They're going to have a canary. Anyway, uh, uh, our trivia question straight out was, in the Jesus parable of the Good Samaritan, how many people traveled along the road, according to Jesus? Uh, if you know that answer, 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david, at he must increase dot org in the meantime meantime the second time i said that i want to talk to you about this thing called turn and turn and turn so a lot of you guys uh, who are older than 40 remember the birds song do everything and turn and turn and turn all right and it's all based on ecclesiastes where it talks about there's a time for this and time for that okay so this ddd is actually called turn and turn and turn luke 22 31 32 simon simon Behold, this is Jesus speaking. Behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. This is just an amazing passage. Because again, you see in the Old Testament with Job that, that Satan had asked permission to attack again. In the New Testament, with Peter, who's Simon, he says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan's demanded to have you. In other words, he has to still get permission to get there. Just what Will Rogers would say. is like, you can't do that without permission. And if the Lord allows it, he's got a purpose. And then he says this, he's, behold, Satan's demanded to have you, most likely because of sin from the demand, but that he might sift you like wheat. Now listen to what Jesus said, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Now, here's, here's the part you got to catch. His faith, from our perspective, would have failed when he denied Jesus, but that would be wrong. Now, that's just a mind-blower. That's a theology blow-upper right there. He denied Jesus, but he knew he did it, and he was wrong, and he repented. And he was restored. And what I want you to catch is we would say, oh, that's a failure. Jesus said your, your faith won't fail. Oh, you might lose the moment, but you're not going to lose the war. You might lose a week, but you're not going to lose the month. You might lose a month, but you're not going to lose the year. And then Jesus says this, and this is where I go off on my little tangent. So you, just, you guys know me pr pretty well by now, most of you anyway. Jesus said, but I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, that turned again has to do with repentance. So 
So any teachers that out there is teaching, well, Christians don't have to repent a second or a third time. It's the most absurd thing there is. It's absurd. Peter was with Jesus for three-plus years at this point. He was the one that made the declaration, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, and he needed to repent. And then after he became an apostle, Paul confronted him, and he had to repent again. Hey, you know what? You, you and I should be quick to repent, quick to acknowledge. But he says something that's fascinating that, that I think from a ministry point of view, I wish we could do a, a deeper dive into, like, like as a church, as a whole church. He says this, but when you have turned again, strengthen your brother. Strengthen your brother. So when you've made that turn, when you've turned that corner, when you realize, oh, I blew it. I need help. Forgive me, Lord. When you have got to that place and you come again and you get yourself restored and strengthened, you strengthen your brothers. In other words, listen to this line. Use your recovery to help others who are hurting like you. Use your recovery to help others. And we don't think of it in these terms. We just think, oh, I hope that guy makes it. Do you think about that when you think about Peter? I hope he makes it. He was the one that helped establish the church. And there, But before he did, he denied Jesus as Lord. Denied knowing Jesus three times. But he didn't abandon the faith. He had a, he had a definitive area or space of weakness, but it did not fail. He blew it. He made a mistake, and he turned, and he was restored. Three times he denied Christ. Three times Jesus said, Peter, feed my sheep. Peter, feed my sheep. Peter, feed my sheep. Just think about the Lord's He's always doing stuff like that. You guys should know that. And then we should use that recovery, that redemption, that restoration to help others. You know, I know people get mad about stuff like this, but it's like this is like the real life stuff. Forget the, you know, I understand. I'm not taking away. I'm just telling you when you when you got hurt, when you back so you this, this, you're the perfect person to help that next person who's going through it. Right? You're the vessel. You're the vehicle. The Lord helped you turn. You could never turn without him in the first place. Use that turning to help others recover. That's it. That's, okay, that makes sense to me. How does that not make sense, right? Turn and turn and turn. And if the Lord challenged you and you did something wrong, turn again, okay? Always repent. Have to have a soft heart that when he pricks your heart, it bleeds. In Jesus' parable, the Good Samaritan, how many people traveled the road, the priest, the Levite, the Good Samaritan, and the guy who was robbed? I think that would be four. I just find it amazing that everybody talks about this road that is a dangerous road, but yet everybody seems to always go on this dangerous road. I don't know. Uh, that's just me being sarcastic. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. 
Now you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon experience? Uh, let me tell you what I, I, I'm, I'm, to, I'm torn between the two. I'm twixt between the torn two. You want to know why? I've got the biggest breaking story ever. No, to you be, need to do that uh, first. Yeah. I just can't wait. More than, more than my whole thing about the four-way stop sign? Yep. You want me to do the number one story? That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, you better get ready. Here's what, here's my advice. I don't give this advice very often, and I don't give it uncheckfully. What's uncheckfully? I don't know. Here's the biggest story you have ever heard on the David Spoon Experience. If you have children who are listening, uh, if you are not in a car, it's time to cover their errors or send them into another room. That's how chilling this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I have it off the press literally within the last two and a half hours. Uh, actually, it's less than two and a half hours ago. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right in my hands. Get ready. Do not, do not get nauseous when you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fact that as of today, the Navy, the United States Navy, officially has made its proclamation. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? This is the most important thing ever. You ready? That Captain Crunch is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, the United States Navy has declared that Captain Crunch... I do not buy it. No, listen to this. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Captain Crunch has three stripes on his cuffs, and that signifies a commander and not a captain. So uh, the United States Navy has made it absolutely known today, Captain Crunch, nay... He nay a captain. Nay. Now it is true. Rename the cereal no. Commander Crunch. Yes, Commander Crunch. That's the new. That's why I told you. Don't let your kids hear this. It is possible that that uniform could represent either German or Portuguese Navy. They are not sure because all of those uniforms were lost with uh, their great navies. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Welcome back. The David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready to do our next trivia question. We do have a couple of comments we have to make regarding our last trivia question. There are some people that want to uh, point out that, and I want to give Ginny the, the compliment for here because we don't really include the robbers being people that pass by there and then if it's the robbers are involved we don't know how many you know how many robbers we don't know if it's we know it's more than one but you know we have no idea and then uh, the other thing is uh, for those that want to know is no it is not the golden road or the path to the golden road. it's just it's just a story okay so there's the biggest thing it's a story okay <laughs> it's a, it's a story okay it's it's a, it's a parable it's a, 
so so funny when people go, now this road was well known for. He's telling a story. I swear, people, you got to be killing me. And if it's that dangerous, I don't think the priest and the Levite's going down there. But anyway, we'll move on from there. Uh, here's your big, oh, this is big, big. But this is hard, and that's why we always do this third one. When Naomi went back to Bethlehem, which of her daughter-in-laws stayed in Moab? So one went with her, and one stayed in Moab. Now you got to kind of give me the answer to that one. That's a toughie. I'm telling you, it is toughie. Yeah. Uh, Joanne and Cordelia, pow, pow, pretty good, ladies, right off the top. Uh, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. It is here that we send you to the website. Uh, the two things we want to ask you for is please consider giving. And then the other thing I just want to throw at you is you only got so many days, uh, hours left in this day, but between today and tomorrow, bless somebody. I'm not talking financially. Just bless somebody somehow. I don't care if you just call them up and say, hey, thanks for being you. Send them an email. Send them a text. Uh, send somebody a note. Anything. Just bless somebody, okay? In the meantime, at the website, if you can give, great. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. That's an ice skater, right? Okay. <laughs> it's not ice skating? Yeah. Well, it sounded a little like. All right. Uh, when Naomi went back to Bethlehem, which of her daughters-in-law stayed in Moab? That is the question. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We are going to do history because we forgot to do that yesterday altogether, but yesterday was a good day. Let's go All right, today is Alaska Day because in 1867, on this day, the United States purchased Alaska from Russia for $7.2 million. Now that, my friends, was a deal. Sounds like a bargain. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's it right there. With all the resources and all the stuff there, okay, we'll buy it. <laughs> that's all you got to say. Sure, sure. Uh, today is no beard day since I've had a beard and my son has a beard and everybody I know has a beard. That seems kind of weird. Wait, Dynamite D, do you have a beard? You have to have a beard. Okay. So we can't got to get rid of that. But this one I like, National Meatloaf Appreciation Day. I like meatloaf. I don't know why people don't like me. I like meatloaf. A good meatloaf sounds yummy. Yeah, and potatoes and come on. All right, National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Yes. If it's got sugar, see, I'm 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 terrible. But my theory, you haven't heard my theory yet. If I die uh, six months earlier, uh, but then I enjoyed the whole ninety years versus six months later and being miserable, I just I can't do it. Uh, and then today is International Adjust Your Chair Day, which is ironic because when I came in, I dropped the chair down and then lifted it back up by accident. 1851 on this day, Moby Dick was first published, and then uh, finally. Uh, 1954, on this day, Texas Instruments announced the first transistor radio. 
Oh, there you go. It's just things that we get at all. Oh, also, oh, Reggie Jackson hit three consecutive home runs on this day in baseball, 1977. It's pretty good. Pretty good. All right, trivia question. Then we're going into this teach, and most of you guys are going to cry, but I didn't write the book. I just share it. Uh, when Naomi went back to Bethlehem, which of her daughter-in-laws stayed in Moab? That is our question. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. The title of this DDD is called Political Intrusion. Ooh. Wow. Wowzer. Second Chronicles 26, 16 through 18. But when he became strong, oh, wait, wait, somebody's calling in. So you, I'm going to, and I'm going to delay on this one because this uh, political one is, I, I, you'll find out I'm favoring no, nobody, just in case you're wondering. Although, uh, you know, I, I, most people can figure out where Eileen. Uh, that's just so funny. Eileen and Bob. Never mind. You just wouldn't understand. Has somebody ready to answer that trivia question? They feel confident? They feel trivia? Confident? Okay, let's send them on yeah. through. Okay, let's send him on. Okay. Oh, yeah. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, David. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How you doing? I'm doing okay uh, with a root. Uh, now, see, that's the case. That, that's the one that went with Naomi. So the one that didn't Naomi. go with her. Naomi. Yeah. So, no, the one that went with Naomi was Orpa. Orpa, and most of you might oh. know that as Oprah, but Oprah, Oprah. was mis she was mispronounced at birth. It's Orpa uh -huh. is what it is. Oh, uh -huh. so that but it's that uh -huh. it's the sister, the sister in law, so to speak. So it's Orpa. That's still you were right there. You knew exactly what we were talking about. That's a Did great have a point. Well uh I call I, I don't know. Uh I used to do I used to work there. <laughs> when uh <laughs> Well, uh, I used to work with Deacon Don Evans. Wow. All right. So yeah. And, uh, and I worked there for a pretty good while now. I just retired there in 2000, year 2000. Wow. So you've been having yeah. a nice long retirement, huh? Yeah. I, 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 got a, I used to work on night shift there and uh, evening shift, night shift, and close out everything now. Hey, wow. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm so glad yeah. you called it. I'm glad you took the shot because that's what people need to know is there was there was two daughters. One went with uh, Naomi. The yeah. other one didn't, right. and that's the key. Uh -huh. It was Orpah didn't go. Uh -huh. Okay. That's it. All right. Excellent job, bro. All right. God bless you. Is there anything I pray for you over? Oh, uh, yeah. You can have me just pray for me and uh... – me and my family. Okay. okay. Let me pray for you. Let's do it right now. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, right. we come before you right now. Okay. Just lift up our okay. brother to you. We ask you just to bless him and strengthen him and bless his family. Give his family grace and courage at this tough time in life. Give them confidence that your partnership with them is enabling them not just to exist but to prevail because you are for your people. And you are with your people. And we ask you to bless him and his family, bless their health, and give them wisdom and insight, and fill them full of joy from your presence. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. I appreciate that. You got it, tell brother. Bill, uh, tell Bill I say hello. Okay. God bless you. Okay, now. Bye. Right, thank you.
All right, so we're going to go a little long on this one. Uh, nobody, No point in getting And by the way, the answer is it's it's not – I know you guys are thinking it's Oprah. Okay, now listen. I know who Oprah is. <laughs> Just relax, okay? Uh, it's Orpa, Orpa, Orpha. Well, let me see how, how they say it. It's Orpa. That's how it sounds, okay? And the only thing they have with Oprah is her parents just mispronounced her name. That's all when they when they gave her. And she'll even tell you that. I mean, but uh, that, that that's the other sister that didn't go, okay? All right. so, but most people remember it as Oprah. That's what it was. Okay. Back to the politics. <laughs> this is going to go a little long, so just hang in there. Second Chronicles 26, 16 through 18. But when he became strong, he grew arrogant. This is Uzziah, by the way, king of Judah. And it led to his own destruction. This is the scripture. When he became strong, he became ar- he grew arrogant, and it led to his own destruction. He acted unfaithfully against the Lord his God by going into the Lord's sanctuary to burn incense on the incense altar. Azariah the priest, along with 80 brave priests of the Lord, went in after him, and they took their stand against King Uzziah. So I just want to make sure everybody understands this because people will try to use bits and pieces. It's amazing how people will use the Old Testament and the New Testament for their political whatever. Okay, the things that were written aforetime, Romans 15, 4 says, were written for our learning. The purpose of between Genesis 1, 1 and Malachi is, Malachi 4 is our learning. So we can learn, so we can understand. They work together at 66 books, 39, 27, 39, 27, the new, inspired by God. It's dear human race, Genesis 1, 1 to Revelation 22, 21, love God. In the Old Testament, 2 Chronicles, Uzziah became a very, powerful king. And when people get in power, they lose their minds. You've heard that uh, power corrupts, uh, and, and you know you understand how that process... And he thought that he could intrude on the sanctuary of God and tell people how to worship and how to function in the Christian capacity, or in the faith-based capacity, let's say. He did great. When he was following the Lord's teaching, he was great. He's a great guy. But he grew arrogant, and people get so arrogant that it becomes their destruction. A pride goes before destruction, not a fall. It's a haughty spirit before a fall. So it's pride goes before destru- destruction. Okay? So it's not pride goes before a fall. That's just wrong. That's mixing the two. Although the idea is similar, so that, that, I get it. But that's not the point. Here's the point. The point is he grew arrogant, and then he went to change the faith, the worship process. He attempted to insert himself into the explanation and operation of the Lord's altar. Now, when the Scripture says that it should be the Levites, when the Scripture says that these are the qualifications in the New Testament, that does not permit a government to come in and say, well, it has to be these qualifications or you don't qualify for a nonprofit. Well, too bad. Then don't qualify me for a nonprofit. We're going to follow what the Lord wants. The government doesn't tell us how to do God. God tells us how to do the government. That's it. And it's so irritating because you hear all these. There's another lady that just came out as a uh, representative in, I don't know where she's a representative. It's hard to believe it's even America. It's like, well, if you don't affirm transgender, you're going to go to hell. How? She doesn't even know. She goes, it's in the Bible. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. These people are nuts. 
Have you lost your mind? Have you have you ever read See Dick Run, See Jane Run? See, that's called reading. And if you read the Bible, you'd know that you that you know that was crazy. And you just and the reason I get upset about it is because it's one thing to have a political preference. And I'm not stupid. I know what all, most of our political preferences are. But let's not mix this, okay? Christianity existed before America. It will exist after America. So let's make sure you understand that. And, and that if the Lord tarries, that's nobody's going to say anything or change anything. The church is never, I mean, the, the, the gates of hell will never prevail against it. So let's just keep it in mind. But here's the bottom line. The church needs to be able to be in a position where when government leaders insert their politics into the church, the church says no. Period. I don't care. I don't care what Gavin Newsom. You have to allow abortion right up to the moment of birth because it's in the commands of Scripture. That guy's a lunatic. He's not. He's a false prophet and a false teacher. I'm so glad to be out of California. I can't even tell you. I'm just telling I don't care. It's like, oh, that's that's not being very nice. Tough. My goal is to follow Christ. I'm not here to make friends. Most of my friends aren't that good anyway. I mean, my truth <laughs> of the matter is this. This guy tried to insert himself into the principles of the kingdom of God, and God struck him with a disease. Do you know what's going to happen to these people that are doing that? Something probably similar, I would imagine. But as children of the Most High God, we say, no, government does not tell us how to do God. God tells us how to do government, period. Okay? Don't get me, get, get me excited about this. I'll get upset. You don't want to see that. Trust me. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. When confronted by the unimaginable, look at how some of the Bible heroes responded. Abraham's wife, Sarah, laughed when the Lord promised her a son in old age. Why did Sarah laugh? Is anything too hard for the Lord? The Lord answered. That's Genesis 18.13. Zechariah, priest in the temple, asked, How can I be sure of this to Gabriel? I am Gabriel, the angel answered. I stand in the presence of God and have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. Luke, this is out of Luke 119. In other words, God was saying, God can do this. Mary exclaimed, how are you going to do this? When Gabriel brought her that great news of her son that she would bear, the angel assured her, nothing with God, nothing will be impossible. Luke 137, the disciples questioned Jesus, and he answered them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Matthew nineteen twenty six. The Lord reminded the prophet Jeremiah, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? Jeremiah thirty two twenty seven. If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 31. Praise to him who is able, listen, this is Ephesians three twenty. Praise to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Finally, when life just seems impossible, we can memorize and believe and agree with the Apostle Paul's conclusion of all his personal struggles, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which is in Philippians 4.13. Darkness comes. This is from John Piper, this, this next statement. 
Darkness comes. In the middle of it, the future looks blank. But with God, nothing is impossible. He has more ropes and ladders and tunnels out of pits that you can ever conceive of. So wait and pray without ceasing and hope. I think that this kind of thought process, it's not name it and claim it. It's just believing that God is the God that can do anything is applicable for his kids to operate in when their situation seems impossible that we deal in the truth of the possible that God brings. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, getting ready for our last trivia question. You guys should know this, and the only reason I'm going to do this is because in that fill, it talks about pits and so on and so forth. So 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 so. All right, uh, we talked about Jeremiah, and then yesterday the, tri- the trivia question was, who was thrown into a cistern and then was like kind of stuck in mud? Okay, now back to Jeremiah. And just want you to think about this. Just, just listen to what I'm saying. Was Jeremiah instructed by the Lord to go to, one, the house of a carpenter, two, a potter, a potter's house, or three, a tent maker's house? So carpenter, potter, or tent maker? That's, I know, that's tough. <laughs> Al has an immediate answer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that answer. <laughs> Thank you for that very wise and all-encompassing answer, Al. We appreciate that. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972 you can also uh, text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can... Send an email, David, at he must org. Now, this is not the kind of trivia question people, I should just know this. I should just know this. Not necessarily. I mean, this is something that's a, this is more of a learning trivia question, and we should kind of think of it that way. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Here's how you th- the question Jeremiah was instructed by the Lord to go to the house, the house of a carpenter, the house of a potter, or the house of a tent maker. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Question. Nice recovery, Jenny, on that one. Very, very good. Um, let's see. I'm getting ready to do this thing. So on that last thing where I started to get revved up, which you guys know, you get me rolling on something. It's there won't be any fills. <laughs> Just be, be straight ninety minutes, right? Hey, little Lord user. The yeah. timing is crucial. Yeah, the timing is crucial. I think that Dynamite D brings up an excellent point. Nobody's advocating violence. We're not saying that. But you, if you're a participant in the kingdom of God, then be that. And if you believe that, then act that way, function that way. If your government gives you the capacity to have a word in it, then vote that way. I mean, I'm just going to – there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, uh, you're endorsing a candidate. Yes, Jesus. I think he should rule. That's right. That's the candidate I endorse. And anybody who's then going to line up against what Jesus said. Okay, there you go. You don't like it? Tough. And by the way, we use two things, just so you can know. A 
okay? Well, many things, but we use the truth because that's our weapon, and we use prayer because that's our power. Bam! Yeah, I could just go on this all day. <laughs> we got to do one show, just nothing but people will be uh, freaking out. All right, anyway, so the trivia question. Uh, very good, Aunt Deb. Aunt Deb striking in. Very, very good. Uh, tent maker house. Uh, what is it? So, 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 tent maker house, carpenter house, or potter house. There you go. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to do this little teaching called The Reason for Wisdom. It's a very short one. It's not very complex. I hope you guys are having a good day today. I'm definitely feeling better. I have a little bit of, like, Noel and I are definitely doing better, though. So, And I'm walking around around my knee. I still can't work out. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, yeah, I was just, I'm really glad I got those, that headset thing for working out. <laughs> I've got to use it. Never. Anyway, uh, here we go. Uh, she said to the king, the report I heard in my own country about your words and about your wisdom are true. But I didn't believe their reports until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, I was not even told half of your great wisdom. You far exceed the report I heard. How happy are your men? How happy are these servants of yours who always stand in your presence hearing your wisdom? May the Lord your God be praised. He delighted in you and put you on his throne as king for the Lord your God because you're God loves Israel enough to establish them forever. And he has set you over them as king to carry out justice and righteousness. Wow. I mean, this is, so this is, uh, many have probably figured out. So the Queen of Sheba is there, and she didn't really, you know, she heard a lot of things about Solomon, and she's like going, yeah, right. <laughs> Come on. This, that's what she's saying. Don't, I don't, that's exactly what she's saying. And the irony in this situation is that the reputation that Solomon had was lagging behind the actual truth, which is very unusual, right? So one of the things that there's three things that she states that leads to the fourth thing, and this is what I love about Scripture. She says, happy are the people who are serving. Okay, that's the first. She's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Number two, she says, may God be praised. Okay, cool. And then she states number three, why did God give him this wisdom? The key, because God loves his people. This great wisdom that Solomon had wasn't given to Solomon so that he can become a proverb by himself. Okay, Even though he wrote the proverbs, right? Even though he wrote a lot of stuff, the idea is that God gave Solomon this wisdom to be the best leader for God's people to help the people. And this is why God grants gifts. This is why God gives people abilities. It's not to hoard it on ourselves. It's not to make money from it. It's not that you're not allowed to make a living, but it's not for your personal gain. It's for giving and offering and blessing and helping and encouraging and strengthening and empowering. Maybe the Lord has given you the gift of encouragement. Use it! It's not to encourage yourself, though. You might be pretty good at that, but encourage other people. That's why he gave you the gift. Maybe you're a prayer warrior. Maybe you're a person that just you know, really connects to people and you want to make sure that they feel like they're a part of the kingdom or a part of the church. Whatever that gift is, be a part of something. And, and yeah, a church is a great place to do that. Oh, but Dave, I got hurt at church. Yeah, wow, wow, me too. You'll hear about that tomorrow. Part five, Christian chaos coming up.
I had to run in the middle of the night just to escape with my life. And people, how can you keep going to church? Because God is God. People are people. How do you not distinguish that? And what's that famous saying? Uh, there's so many hypocrites in the church. What's one more? <laughs> come on in. I mean, it's like, come on. you got to be a part of this and connect to this. And that's why it's important to support and to strengthen and to bless one another. That's part of all of that. But just listen to this. Here's she, but She's like, she's, she's, I mean, look, she's like tons of money. She's loaded. She's very powerful, very powerful, powerful woman, right? Okay? And she looks at the whole thing, and she goes, you are even better than, than described. And the wisdom you have is incredible, and the people that are serving you are happy, and this is all because God loves his people. That was the testimony that the Queen of Sheba pulled out of her visit to Israel. God loves his people. That's what we're supposed to be testifying to. It'd be good if Christians would follow. <laughs> just, a, just a thought. Uh, Jeremiah. Was Jeremiah instructed by the Lord to go down to the house of a carpenter, the house of a potter, or the house of a tent maker? Already? Think you know? Do you have any idea? All right. All right. It is the house of a potter. The house of the potter. Uh, you've probably heard of potter's house and stuff like that. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is because the Lord makes the, the clay, and that's the whole. Okay. There you go. That was fun one way or another. All right, tomorrow, Christian chaos. So you better get ready for that. And I don't know how that's going to go because those are always impromptu. So we'll see what happens. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.